1: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family
0: from over 40 countries have signed a petition to warn against radio wave radiation from wireless technologies. Experts warn the close proximity of wireless headphones like AirPods, especially the fact that one has to communicate through the other, right through your brain, like uh, it cause some serious health risk. The radiation they emit has been linked to cancer though in some cases. AirPods might give you brain cancer. Whew. Still better than having to untangle wires. I mean... <laughs> Ooh. Um yeah, I I wonder about all those things, man. Man, someday they figure out oh cell phones, right. Yeah, sure. The waves going through the air, you should have all realized. Kids like sitting in school, the teachers saying and at one time millions of people across America, millions of people held these very devices to their heads and the kids are like, Oh my god, really? They'll they'll look at it like we did the, the nuclear tests in the like the the forties where people th- put on some dark sunglasses, and, boy, the radiation feels warm. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, and so for a long time, some people have claimed that the cell phone does, but almost nobody talks in the phone, so you don't put it up against your head. Right. These earbuds, if you, if you use them, me. like Sean does, yeah. Yeah. Um, you are listening to music all day long, so it's like having your phone to your head all day long, similar waves going into your head. And now we got this wireless charging thing with even more waves going through the uh. air and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I don't. I don't have too any many identity. waves uh, coming up in a little bit. Beto has decided to run for president. That's uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke from Texas. The, the adoring, adoring p- coverage continues oh on my CNN. God, by the way, surprising to me that he was that he decided to run. I didn't think he was so. Um, but you know, what's his path? Who does that threaten? All that sort of stuff. I think he's top tier. Certainly, going early on, he's going to eat up all the air in the room. I mean, so. We'll see how that goes. Somebody alert me when uh, CNN has made its first John F. Kennedy comparison, uh, unless it's already
2: happened, probably several weeks ago. Yeah.
0: More on that coming up in a little bit. Came across this article in the New York Times, your environment is cleaner, your your immune system has never been so unprepared. Right. Talked about this a lot over the years. A century ago, even a hundred years ago, British scientists suggested a link between increased hygiene and allergic conditions. The first hint that our immune system are becoming improperly trained. That so much of the allergies we all have to everything, including maybe the horrifying kids' peanuts allergies, Mm -hmm. are uh, because we're not training our immune system properly from birth. Everything being super sterilized. Ooh, you drop that on the floor, wash that off, and put it in 200-degree water to make sure not the single germ gets to your baby. Right, exactly. Bathe that kid three times a day. No dirt anywhere near him. Back in the day, you'd squat. You'd put the, you know... Squirt the kid out, he'd roll around in a hog barn for a while, you would pick him up, uh, you know, suckle him, throw him back in a hog barn. It was good for you. People were tougher then. Yeah, and to be fair, like half of kid's died before they were five. Uh, Listen to him complain. We had a good reason to want to eliminate that. Sure, yeah. There's a balance, though. Like so many other things, we just veer from one to the other. I'm surprised they haven't figured out yet, here's the dirt and germs that you need. And, you, you know, you rub them on your kid or put them on your kid's blanket or whatever. Mm, you make go well. Sh- you make sure everybody's exposed to this stuff or, or just mellow the hell out. There's yeah. just
2: quit worrying so yeah, much. The dirt and germs you need are the ones that are around you on a regular basis. Like, to to, to buy a, a package, hey, here's the germ inoculation, well, that might be different based on... Your New region. baby germo. Right. Yeah. It, the proper dirt is just whatever dirt the baby's going to be around and living in and just exposing huh. your kid to the environment they're going to be in. There I don't have any kids. Rub
0: dirt on your kid. There is some truth to that in the way the whole system works because the whole idea of you go to Mexico, don't drink the water, is true for the whole world. You're not from there. You go to any country and drink their water, you're likely to give you a really upset stomach and have a miserable time because you're not from there and you Except don't have the, the... great United States. You're not Our used is to that. Our um, yeah. my, well, I remember my story of uh, Henry when he was, like, two. I'm, I'm in the bathroom. He was old enough to walk, barely. But I'm in the bathroom at Target, and, uh, you know, you stand there. i got to use the bathroom. We'll kick hey, it. Folks, I'm just telling you, brace yourself. <laughs> I turn around, and Henry's on his hands and knees looking, licking the
2: drain in the floor in the Target bathroom. It's <laughs> a sick enough. I'm sorry. It sounded like you said your son was licking a bathroom drain. Oh! <gasps> In the Target bathroom, so when they bring in all the
0: oh, heinous boy. cleaner to wash off all the disgusting stuff from all the people that go in there, down that drain, he's down there licking the drain. Which I hope doesn't have anything to do with any of the problems he's got now, but... Yeah, well, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Oh, boy. But that had to be good for his immune system. Mm. He's been helping of everything right there. Yeah, yeah, wow, wow. Mm. <laughs> Grim. Yeah, that was not good parenting. So no, anyway. Was... Oh, speaking of health, I'm sorry, what were you going to... No. No? Speaking of health news, uh, there's a, a fantastic new experiment going on. Can somebody name for me the deadliest animal on Earth? I think uh... it's the mosquito. It is the mosquito. Jack wins. Um, it's a, it spreads disease, obviously. And and the big uh, killer these days, there's uh, millions of people die each year.
2: Millions from mosquito-borne diseases. Half a million a year from malaria alone. Are you going to go with shark, Sean? Yeah, because I can beat a mosquito in a fight. I can't beat a shark. Yeah, you put me in a room with a, a lion, a tank with a shark, and then in a room with a mosquito. I'm certainly
0: choosing the mosquito, even though it's the deadliest animal. Well, you're a fool. All I've got to do is get it kind of cornered by the light squash it with my phone. <laughs> I don't like mosquitoes! Who's <laughs> the president? Uh, Zika! Zika is 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 making a lot of people really really sick. So there's a, a company that's made a breakthrough. They say in genetically modifying the the male mosquitoes, the mosquito fellers. So I that, don't believe in gender <laughs> assignments for mosquitoes. Wow, wow. I think mosquito gender unfair. is just a social construct. That exactly. that's right. That's do you now? Do you know how dumb you sound? All right. So this company has developed a, a method of genetically modifying the mosquitoes that identify as male so that when they have hot, hot mosquito sex with the females, the offspring cannot survive. And they wanted, they've they started a pilot program. They got one in Brazil and Panama, Cayman Islands. Uh, they were going to do one in, in Key West, but local opposition freaked out and they wouldn't let them do it. But they're thinking this might work. On the other hand... I got to tell you, breakthrough science is by definition like at the leading edge of what we understand. Next thing you need, you know, you got apes ruling the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I had foot long mosquitoes in mind, but apes on horses ruling the planet, Statue of Liberty under the dirt. We might indeed end up with a, what would you call it? I don't know, a planet... Of the apes. Of buying for the apes. Kit
3: your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape.
0: Just have that ready, Michael. <laughs> <What> the hell. <laughs> um <laughs> Footlong mosquitoes that have the power of speech. Exactly. Buzz.
2: <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> hey, hey. So give go give the power fat speech. They still say buzz? <laughs> go go for the. B- That's yeah, their native language. In your
0: world. That's their native language. If mosquitoes learned to talk, they'd say buzz. <laughs> you two are bigots. <laughs> Not, you look like you got good blood or something Maybe like that. Maybe there is no direct English translation for the word buzz. <laughs> it expresses a thought only mosquitoes would understand, bigots. So I can't shut Joe up about this Beto O'Rourke announcement. Why are you wasting our time? He's running for president. And, Pretty boy's done nothing. Lincoln passed. <laughs> which is one of his advantages. Leaving out, leaving out. well. All right, I'll, I'll explain after the break. Now I know you got some Joe Biden news, and I kind of I want to compare that because I think it fits in with the Beto thing. All right, they're on the same path in theory. Hmm. Uh, stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: I don't like mosquitoes. The
2: challenges that we face right now, the interconnected
0: crises in our economy, our democracy, and our climate have never been greater. And they will either consume us, or they will afford us the greatest opportunity to unleash the genius of the United States of America. Unleash the genius! I'm ready. (laughs) That's Beto O'Rourke, who's announced he is running for president and just, you know, observing political animals. I, I don't know if there's anybody better running right now. At uh, just looking natural and comfortable and standing up in front of people. So in your I'm not world, sure policy, Jack, I'm not sure policy makes any difference in anymore. In so. your world, being charming is the number one qualification yes. for being president. Is that what you're saying? For getting elected president. For being president? For no. getting elected president. No, is that are, what you're saying? Those are two different things. Is that what you're claiming? Yes, for getting is elected... Is that what you're yes. trying to tell yes. us? How many times? That's, that's, a, yeah. that's unbelievable. <laughs> yes, I am saying that. And, uh, well, certainly not being charming and likable. Swat away Beto like one of those genetically altered mosquitoes we were talking about. Not being charming or likable will keep you from being president, no doubt. See Hillary Clinton. I've uh, solved the uh, entitlement problem and uh, balanced the budget in a way that will actually um, grow the economy. And I figured out how to ensure equal rights for everybody and uh, cure cancer. Shut up! You're not charming. <laughs> that's politics. It absolutely is. And right. Beto O'Rourke, if you don't know who he is, he's a, he's, a, well, he's a nobody in politics on the national stage. Until he ran against Ted Cruz and uh, nearly won in Texas. In a very, very red state. In a very, very red state. And everybody recognizes he was running that while this is a different kind of person. This is a person that's uh, modern, hip, comfortable, running for president. Understands how to use social media and all that stuff sim- in the same way that AOC does. Right, and, and just looks natural doing it. Doesn't look like, I have I understand that Facebook is big, so I better do something on Facebook. It uh, doesn't come off that way. He just did a long... Hello, s- YouTube. I'm Mike Huckabee. So he sat down <laughs> with one Oprah. One of our favorite clips. He sat down with Oprah, did a big interview. He's got a cover, splashy cover uh, thing on Vanity Fair right now. Yeah. With lots of I'm a rock star pictures in there from, I think, Annie Leibovitz or one of your top photographers in the Beautiful. world. Beautiful. And uh, and he and he just did a solo road trip across rural America, which God dang it, I want to do so bad. Oh yeah, I'd pay a hundred thousand dollars to do that. <laughs> um, he drove around and then and, and kept track. Give of it, it to me. People. I allow you to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I um, I did hear that he outspent uh Ted Cruz eighty million to forty million. So uh, and you know you could say well that's so oh, that kind of puffed up his hands. None of my My point is that somebody decided to put $80 million into this guy's campaign. That's one of the main things going is he is a fundraiser. People pour money into him, and that's a big deal, too. And so I was watching a roundtable a couple weeks ago in which somebody threw out, you know, money doesn't make that much difference. And Chris Christie jumped in and said, wait a second, wait a second. As somebody who just ran last time around, money means everything. If a story comes out about you and you can't bat it down by getting on the air right away and shooting it down, you're doomed. Mm. And uh, the people that, can, that got a lot of money. So he's got a lot of money and he's really good walking around and talking to people. That's all I know about him, really. His policy positions, MSNBC tells me he's going to take this. So the he can s- walk and talk is what you're saying. Is that what you're saying? MSNBC tells <laughs> me, and they know more about it than I do, that he's going to take the center lane, the Biden lane, that, that area. He's an not, open borders guy, though. To, that, and now I'm not just arguing with, with you right. for sport. That, I'm, that's what I'm confused about. Yeah. I keep hearing he's the center lane. He's the He can get people that were Trump voters, maybe some Republicans. That's why he was popular in Texas. Then I heard some of his comments on the border, and I thought, that's not that's not going to play on the national Well, he state. said he wants to tear down all of the border barriers. I don't know. Maybe he's going to massage that. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't actually know what his positions are. Or how he's going to put his positions out it there. It doesn't really matter. He's handsome. I'm not sure it makes any difference. Oh, great. I'm not sure policy makes any difference. We anymore. need to take a serious second look at the whole idea of democracy. <laughs> I wonder if he jumped in thinking, maybe he got word, Biden's actually, you know, not certain that he wants to run. I'm going to get in, eat up all the oxygen, of this this, this kind of moderate lane, and Biden's going to say, ah, you know what he looks like? He looks like me 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. 40 years ago (laughs) (laughs) and that's who knows got a note from uh, somebody or other uh, here Uh, old Joe will be convinced to take one for the team he runs he wins he agrees to step down within a year claiming health or family reasons and he'll be 78 in 2020 the only way Dems can win Michelle Obama his VP running mate Obama okay that's one theory Uh, I could see him saying I'll be one termer and then my vice president, Kamala Harris, will be the uh, presumptive nominee. Although, uh, who, Newt Gingrich said uh, this morning, actually, I heard him say, uh, Kamala Harris is who he's betting on to be the uh, the nominee. I can believe that. She's I, a good campaigner. I would have said that she before. She got the mixed race thing going. I would have said that before I picked up my phone this morning. But now I think I think Beto, uh, just, just be, m- part of it because of how good he seems to be at it and how comfortable he is at it, and part of it, the way the media loves him so much. The media loving you really helps. Yeah. That's, wow. that's a heck of a boost. Well, they they love her, too. So, uh, and boy, I heard her, though. She, uh, she was doing an interview, and she's come out in favor of reparations. You know what? I'm going to have Sean find the tape. But they ask her, what would that look like? And she launched into this rambling, nonsensical, and I mean, listen, i I got my analyst hat on now. I think she could well be the nominee. In fact, if I had to bet on somebody, I think she will be. Um, but she launched into this nonsensical explanation of how slavery caused multi-generational post-traumatic stress and the other racism of, of the past. And that was why black America had higher rates of heart disease. And so we've got to we've got to designate more money to treat heart disease in Black America because of the post-traumatic stress of slavery. And it was it was a word salad. Well, I don't recall the media taking a full coffee shop scrum wall to wall like they did. Beto today with Kamala Harris, and we'll see. It'll be interesting to see if this continues. Remember when Trump jumped in. For the first, like, couple of months, Fox took everything he did Mm wall-to-wall. And I wonder if MSNBC and CNN will take Beto wall-to-wall every time he gives a speech. Mm -hmm. We'll have to watch and see. Could be. It'll all be based on, you know, well, did the eyeballs stick around? They got got ways to keep ratings and figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Comfortable in your own skin is one of the keys to ending up being president. And that guy's got it. I think Beto's campaign is going to crash like one of those Boeing jets. He says, transitioning. That's a good transition. Thank you. Uh, I guess uh, reports have come out that the uh, Allied Pilots Association, which I think is the big one, the big, you know, pilots association, uh, was in a really tense meeting with Boeing last November. And was chewing them out for not explaining the plane and the software and the rest of it. Way back in November? Yeah. yeah well, that was after crash number one. And uh, they're they're pissed. They're like, yeah, she should have told us this plane does this. So more on that to come. I'd want to know if
3: I were a pilot. What's coming up? in Your news, Marshall. Well, the elite schools are fighting back. Students linked to the admission scandal may get tossed. Good. As Joe was mentioning, new concerns ground the Boeing Maxes now worldwide. And mob wars, mob wars, oh, yeah. not a thing of the past.
0: Straight out of the Sopranos, Armstrong and Getty show. There are, this stat came out yesterday. I was amazed by it. There are 38 universities in America. It includes the five Ivy Leagues. 38 universities in America. Where there are more students from the top 1% than the bottom 60%. Wow. Which is an incredible stat. How did we get there? Well, we've been paying attention the last couple of days. This is part of it. News now with Marsha Phillips.
3: And eight elite universities are now being sued in the wake of the college admission scam that revealed rich parents engaged in bribery to secure admission for their children. Erica Olson and Kayla Woods have filed suit against the University of Southern California, Yale University, and University of California, Los Angeles, among others, arguing they were not given an equal admission opportunity and that their degrees are less valuable because of the scandal orchestrated by William Rick Singer. The first part is
0: clearly true. You weren't given an equal opportunity because slots were taken up. But behold, the degree is not worth as much. I was thinking about that yesterday. I meet somebody. I find out you're kind of wealthy and you went to Stanford. I'm thinking I don't know that you're smart. Were you on crew by any chance? Exactly. (laughs) All right. Were you on the water polo team? Well, I was going to, but I was injured. Okay. Well, yeah, that's an interesting area. It's obviously a cash grab, uh, but that's an interesting cause them discomfort, take millions from them. Of course, we would end up paying for it in the long run anyway. Um, Yeah. Uh. Also, is there going to be a class action from all the applications? it cost money to apply to these colleges? And how many people applied to all these universities? And then you find out, well, that's why I didn't get in. My parents didn't bribe us. So, you know, I want my money back. Yeah, that would be a long and expensive legal fight trying to prove that. But I see your point, and I agree with you. But. That'd be a tough nut to crack, legally speaking.
3: Now USC says students connected to the scam who've applied to the school are going to be denied admission and case-by-case reviews will be carried out for students who are already enrolled at USC and might be connected to the scheme.
0: How do you explain 38 universities, including the Ivy Leagues? where there are more students from the top 1% than the bottom 60%. When when they they lecture constantly about the diversity and all different kinds and opening it up to people to different walks of life from around the world and all the you know all their platitudes. How do you end up there? And people don't seem to be hesitating to borrow money, so I don't know if that's it. I don't know what it is. You know, I'm doing the math in my head. I'm I'm you know trying to play the role of the devil's advocate over here, but I'm I'm thinking if um If everybody in the top 1% goes to college, which is probably true, the bottom 60%, so they would have to have, that bottom 60% would have to have 1 60th the rate of college attendance to break even, right? To be even? Sure. Well, that isn't true. I mean cuz the rate of of attendance is one factor in that but but this is yeah, yeah, that's, that's, but there, that's there there are 38 schools where yeah. this is true self selected by the rich and powerful right for a variety of reasons mm-hmm. it'd be the prestige it'd be the climate it would be the sports teams probably whatever the atmosphere right the cam- how cool the campus is mm-hmm. you know where the rich people want to go and they they've found a way to edge out you can only have so many students yeah the whole concept of elite universities makes me want to vomit. Oh, yeah. it's so it. anti-American. Well, it's the an opposite of what we're supposed to be. And look, I'm not a, about to throw on a Che Guevara t-shirt and throw a Molotov cocktail at a cop or anything, uh, but so much of that status is based on the research projects of professors your kid will never see, never, ever. Maybe if they get a Ph.D., they might get a lecture from one of these leading lights that status will have no bearing on your kids college education or their uh, their experience now if you're just obsessed with the name on the uh on the uh, diploma, I guess there's nothing I can do for you. Go ahead. Uh, make yourself and your child crazy and oh, miserable. It's not good, good the for the name culture. On, uh,
2: if the name on the diploma uh, matters more to your career bake opportunities... It up. I'm way ahead of you here. Do it on your own photocopier. Than, any, than anything that you actually learn in the universities. Why would they care about actually sending their kids to a place to learn? Oh, sure, if all they that, need is a Harvard degree. But that's not true. It's just not true that the name on the diploma is that important. There are very few but isn't that careers. But isn't that what that stat is about? Like, all you have to do is go to these colleges... And there are more people in the 1% earners from these universities, not because they're smarter, but because they have connections or they, they for whatever reasons, that it just propels these medium right, people to, to got, high
0: level. If, if they continue to make a lot of money like their parents, it's going to be because of all kinds of different connections and stuff. It's yeah. not the education yeah. they got.
3: Exactly. But that's an important part of the whole prestige. Society. Sure. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. President Trump says the U.S. is grounding the Boeing 737 MAX airliner fleet for the time being. At the White House, President uh, Trump said an emergency order went into effect immediately. It's going to last indefinitely. Pilots have been notified. Airlines have been all notified. Airlines are. Agreeing with this the safety of the American people and all people is our paramount concern. Now, the FAA issued an emergency declaration to keep the planes from flying, saying its reversal came after new enhanced satellite tracking data and physical evidence on the ground linked similarities in the movements of the two MAX crashes. And
0: yeah, the pilots were fighting the software that was trying to lower the plane's nose. And at that meeting we were talking about earlier where the Airline Pilots Association, Boeing, got into yelling matches. They quote in the Washington Post this one captain uh, who recalled, they said, look, we didn't want to include the information on this uh, software because uh, we have a lot of people flying on this. We didn't want to inundate you with information. And he said, well, that's not acceptable. You have to tell us that this has a system that may try to force the nose down if the nose is too high. Because that's the problem. This The sensor, is they think, is faulty. And it's saying, you're way too nose up. You've got to go down. Force the nose down. And then software forces the nose right. down. Right into the ground, as it turns out, in two, uh, on two occasions. They think.
3: Mob Wars, alive and well in New York City, is the reputed murder yeah. of the Gambino crime family, once headed by infamous mobster John Gotti, was gunned down outside his home late Wednesday. Francesco Cali, 53 years old, found with multiple gunshot wounds in his body outside his home on Staten Island.
0: Yeah, nice, quiet street. I read a lot about this because, like a
2: lot of guys, I'm super into this sort of stuff.
0: It's in the same neighborhood where the home is where they actually shot the Godfather. I mean, it's that. that, Wow. That's what it looks like if you want a picture of the neighborhood. But it's super quiet and nice. Yeah. And this guy stepped outside his house and got uh, seven or eight bullets in him. And he's
3: dead now. This is a suicide. A hunting accident. Sally, <laughs> the highest ranking member of a crime family to be murdered in New York in 30 years.
0: Yeah, going back to when Gotti had, the reason he took charge is he had that old guy murdered in front of the Sparks Steakhouse, right. which I like to go to just because I like the imagery, um, and shot right there in front of the steakhouse. Right. Man, that's really, that's straight out of a movie stuff. Well, the movies are reflecting they face that. that. Yeah. yes.
3: All righty, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So, I, and, but I read several stories about this. There was no mention of the
0: perpetrator looked like, or the police are looking for, or there's nothing. there they're saying
3: about it. they're saying he he was shot, I think I I heard he was run over by a blue truck after that, or a blue vehicle. I right, shot him and they ran him over. That's a rough barbaric. Day. I'm guessing in that
0: neighborhood, if you you probably know the the head of the most powerful crime family in New York, lives right over there. Yep. And if he did get gunned down, I'm guessing you wouldn't tell the police. Yeah, he was about 5'10", and had blonde hair. I'm guessing you Got wouldn't Got a bunch of people
2: that. who didn't see nothing. Yeah. Yeah, nope. yeah
0: I don't uh, have any idea, officer. I was listening to the TV yeah. really loud. Late it's a at night. Crime 9 PM. Yeah. I mean, uh... I yeah. wonder if they'll catch the people, though. None of my business. Hmm. So it was like when Tony walked down to get to the newspaper. Similar sort of thing. Looked back and forth. The guy walked outside and booy booy booy. Ouch! Yeah, that's where he goes. By the of work.
2: Pilots.
0: I'm sure he was no peach. Like a lot of those people that are on death row. By the way, one thing we didn't do yesterday in talking about this whole death row thing in California, where they're trying to end the death penalty. Going through any of the crimes, any of these scumbags that are on death row. Good, Well, in California, God. where the governor just decided to overturn the repeatedly expressed will of the people and declare the death penalty over. Yeah, and then speaking of uh, Cal Unicornia, where realism goes to die, you've got this guy ordered detained by ICE nine times, and the authorities, the enlightened. Sanctuary authorities ignored it, and he stabbed a woman to death. You ought to hear about this story. Ridiculous. Okay. Yes, Yeesh. Horrifying. Do I want, want horrifying? Stay tuned. I'm staying tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty. The
3: conscience of the nation. <laughs> to the Apple Store to get another twenty-nine dollars six-inch white charge cord for my iPhone, <laughs> and the guy says to me, "What iPhone do you have?" So I got 7S. 7S. Seven Oh man, you got to upgrade. How about our tenth anniversary iPhone? So how much is that? It goes a thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars for the tenth anniversary iPhone. I didn't spend a thousand dollars on my tenth wedding anniversary. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was pretty much on a Hallmark card design. Ah, yeah, the comedy stallings <laughs> of Jay Leno. He's missed, isn't he?
0: <laughs> <sighs> the cords is where they get
3: you. Because my wife
0: got the new phone, and of course the old cords don't work on the new phone, and she had to buy these things, and all those things have been like 80 bucks on the cords. Yeah, it's a scam, what's it, damn it. Yeah, no, it hadn't even occurred to me. My noise canceling, saved me from insanity on airplanes, the headphones wouldn't work with my new phone. So now I got to get an adapter that'll work seventy to seventy-five percent of the time. Click, yeah, great, <laughs> super. They were not cheap. Uh, moving along, so there's this story out of uh, San Jose, California, that is just astonishing. It, it it just is a great example of how far off the rails Cal Unicornia has gone. The San Jose police chief, the sheriff, and even the nutty, nutty mayor of San Jose, San Licardo, have joined together, decrying the murder of this poor, innocent woman by an illegal alien, 24-year-old Carlos Eduardo Alvarado Carranza, is a uh, Central American, El Salvadoran, ICE- begged the authorities nine times to hold this guy. He's got multiple convictions, both misdemeanors and felonies. But they wouldn't hold on to him. Sanctuary City, don't you know? Dave Cortese, a member of the Santa Clara Clara County Board of Supervisors that set the policy, said the county can't legally hold undocumented individuals for ICE without a warrant or judicial order because of a 2017 federal court ruling, which he and the San Jose City Council got because they sued the Trump administration. They found a a friendly lefty judge to make this ruling. And now this guy's excuse for why they couldn't tell ICE, hey, we got a murderous lunatic. You probably ought to pick him up. Well, ICE knew it. They didn't have to be told. They said, you got to hold this guy for us. His excuse for not doing it is, well, the lawsuit we filed said uh, it, it won't let us. Police arrested this guy. He stalked and killed a 59-year-old woman, stabbed her to death in her own home. It's absolutely horrific. The county has not honored ICE detainers since 2011. The sheriff saying... We can't have otherwise law-abiding undocumented, Uh, oh, no, he said, this has nothing to do with otherwise law-abiding undocumented residents. These policies shield admitted gangsters and violent criminals. When we have violent or serious offenders that are preying on our community, we must have the ability to protect our residents. And just to bottom line it for you, the position of the San Jose City Council is, you have a violent, multiple convicted gangbanger. And ICE is saying, please hold this guy till we can get there. And they say, no. No, we're not going to. That's how out of control it is. Because if they did, it might make Hispanics that are here legally less likely to interact with the police. I mean, whatever. I know. I know. Convoluted thinking you've got. So here's uh, the sheriff who runs the jail. Here's his insane fascist uh, uh, opinion that is out of favor in California. It's been my long-standing position, he says, that all undocumented immigrants who are serious or violent felons should be held for ICE evaluations. So just so you know, in Corruptifornia, Unicornia, serious, violent felons will not be held for ICE because that would be racist and we're not going to be part of the fascist Roundup of people of color by the Trump administration. It's how stupid and blind it is. And you know, I mentioned this yesterday. I'm probably going to mention it once a week for the rest of my career, as long as that lasts. The argument that immigrants actually commit crimes at lower rates than uh, than domestic-born people is an idiotic. And useless argument. The rate doesn't matter. Explain to that woman as she's dying that, you know, the guy who's doing this to you commits crimes. uh, His people commit crimes at a lower rate than four. It's the number. Thousands of violent crimes are committed by illegals in this country. Thousands of them. That's thousands of victims whose lives will never be the same. That's thousands of grief-stricken or terrified family members. Tens of thousands. The rate at which those crimes are committed is a meaningless statistic. It's an idiotic argument. Stop making it. I I grieve for this family, this poor woman. Nine times I said... You got to hold on to this guy. Tell us when he's about to be released. He's dangerous. 9 times San Jose County said no. No, we're not going to do that. And then he gets out and murders a poor woman. Shame on you. If that was my God. mom or, or family member or whatever, I'd, I I I don't know. You'd have to get super religious or join a meditation <laughs> group I mean to deal with that. I I, I would show up to every city council meeting for the rest of my life. It'd make you insane. And just hold up her picture. I'd hold up the crime scene photos at the city council meeting.
2: It's pretty unbelievable.
0: Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. More inspiring news. Here's a woman who has smashed the world record for figuring out pie. Oh, today's pie day. 314-314. That's why they have this story yeah, out Yeah, it's yep. Pi Day. Hadn't even occurred to me. Pi is the number that some genius figured out figure, for figuring out the area of a circle. Pi R squared. Archimedes? E- 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 Euclid? So 3.14 times the radius squared will give you the area of Diabetes? a circle. Diabetes? Was that the. Uh,
2: Diabetes figured it out. Great
0: yes. Yeah. 3.14. Well, Emma Haruko. 3. 22 sevenths, I go with. Emer, her, hmm. Emma Haruka Iwowo. Calculated the value of pi to 31 trillion digits.
2: Congratulations! That's too many. Good,
0: well spent time. She said she's been fascinated by pi since she was a child. Mm, Me same. too. That's why I'm fat. I win. I got there first. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to figure out the area of this pie and then see how much area is left when I'm done with it. So you're there at uh, you're there at a cocktail party. Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Emma. Do you know pi? Is the uh, the number, the, the 3.14, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then she, 15 minutes later, she's still talking about Pi. Oh, my. you got to come up with a new name for it. It makes me hungry to talk about it. But here's your here's your trivial figuring out Pi uh, uh, statistic. So she figured it out to trillions of digits. Wow, good for her. nobody hey, got time for that Amen to that. She's got passion for it, clearly. The calculation required 170 terabytes of data. For comparison, if you had 200,000 music tracks, that would take one terabyte. Wow. So it's 170 times two. So uh, what, what good those many terabytes would do you, I don't know. So it's just because you could get any computer to, to do 22 divided by seven, and then it's just how much power, memory, storage space you've got from that point out. I guess. Because it's yeah. an uneven number.
1: If and it you goes were to, forever. It's
0: infinite. If you were to recite... Pi to the thirty-one point four trillion digit number, it would take you over three hundred and thirty-two thousand years. Oh my God! Okay, just to time say you it. Start now. Three hundred and thirty-two thousand up. I gotta start over. <laughs> three hundred and thirty-two thousand years. But she did it. Isn't she just mentally ill? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that story about a mentally ill person? And instead of having fifty cats, she did that. Right. Crazy piling. <laughs> It wouldn't smell as bad, but it's a similar sort of thing. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) We're at a text line. I should get to some of our texts because we got a lot of good ones on a whole bunch of different topics. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. That's F as in Frank. 415-295-KFTC. So, uh, yeah, we'll get to some of the texts. And Beto's in running for president. Got to talk about that throughout the day. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at
1: chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. information.